Welcome to the sermon podcast of Northridge Presbyterian Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm Betsy Sweetenberg, the pastor here, and I hope that in this podcast, you see what we seek to do week after week, approaching the stories of our faith with a holy curiosity, not shutting the book because the stories are hard or there are truths we'd rather ignore. Instead, approaching scripture, trusting that God will meet us there, full of grace and truth, teaching us something new about how we are to live in this world God so loves. Today's scripture reading is a royal psalm. But what is a royal psalm? I have learned that a royal psalm is a psalm where the speaker might sound like a king or a ruler, and therefore the scholars said that the psalm may have been sung at a king or a queen or a a ruler's coronation when they get to become a ruler. And so, as Emily said, we will be talking about royalty and what it means to live a royal life. And so, we'll be exploring the questions, what does it mean that God is royal? And what does it mean to live a royal life? I wonder. So as you listen to today's scripture, I wonder what parts of this royal psalm resonate or speak to you and why. And I wonder what God is teaching you today. So I invite you to open your minds and your hearts and be curious with me. But first, let us pray. Pour out your Holy Spirit, O God, and prepare our hearts to accept your word and what you have to say to each of us today. Silence any voice but your own, that hearing we may also obey your will, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now a reading from Psalm 101. I will sing of loyalty and of justice. To you, O Lord, I will sing. I will study the way that is blameless. When shall I attain it? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is base. I hate the works of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. Perverseness of heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. One who secretly slanders a neighbor, I will destroy. A haughty look in an arrogant heart, I will not tolerate. I will look with favor on the faithful in the land, so that they may live with me. Whoever walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. No one who practices deceit shall remain in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue in my presence. Morning by morning, I will destroy all the wicked in the land, cutting off all evildoers from the city of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Once upon a time, there was a wise man who used to go to the ocean to do his writing. He had a habit of walking on the beach before he began his work. One day, as he was walking along the shore, he looked down at the beach and saw a human figure moving like a dancer. He smiled to himself at the thought at someone who could dance with the day, and so he walked faster to catch up. As he got closer, he noticed that the figure was that of a young man, 
and that what he was doing was not dancing at all. The young man was reaching down to the shore, picking up small objects and throwing them into the ocean. He came closer still and called out, Good morning. May I ask what it is that you are doing? The young man paused, looked up, and replied, throwing starfish into the ocean. I must ask then why are you throwing starfish into the ocean? Asked the somewhat startled, young, or somewhat startled older man. To this, the young man replied, the sun is up and the tide is going out. If I don't throw them in, they will die. Upon hearing this, the wise man commented, but young man, do you not realize that there are miles and miles of beach and that there's starfish all along these places? You can't possibly make a difference. Hearing this, the young man bent down and picked up yet another starfish and threw it into the ocean. As it met the water, he said, I made a difference for that one. I made a difference for that one. Lauren Isley's starfish story serves as an example of what living a rural life both looks like and means today in the 21st century. In fact, both this story and this royal psalm teach us that living a rural life today means being a faithful disciple who strives to lead a righteous and blameless life every day. Every day, living a rural life means engaging in a dance that starts with yourself and then ends up making a difference in the lives of others. Our friends, our fellow community members, people we see at work or at school, even strangers. And this is what King David, the author of this royal psalm, is trying to emulate and strive for as king. King David recently had his coronation service in Jerusalem and became king over all of Israel. But before he officially became king, he had a lot of time to reflect and think about what kind of king he wanted to be. And so he decided that he wanted to be God's viceroy and strive to make his kingdom a copy of God's kingdom. So step one in King David trying to become God's viceroy is identifying the quality, qualities and corresponding actions of a king he wanted to emulate. And so King David turns to God as an example and decides that God is loving and kind, merciful and blameless, loyal and faithful, sincere, genuine, honest, and authentic. And the God's corresponding actions are knowing when to engage in judgment and enact justice, restoring order, providing standards and measures, and upholding and carrying out the divine law. So King David turns to God as an example because he wants to model his kingdom after God's kingdom, copy the way that God rules to the best of his human ability, of course. And so these qualities and corresponding actions give King David a starting point, a direction, and a goal for how to live a royal life and what that means exactly. And so King David uses God as a model because he understands that God is a righteous, perfect, and blameless ruler who is the source of mercy and justice and everything that is good. 
In fact, King David is God's faithful disciple whose goal is to lead a righteous and blameless life that honors and glorifies God. A righteous and blameless life where King David tries to understand God's qualities and corresponding actions first and then emulate and exercise them second. And so step two in King David becoming God's viceroy is carrying out these actions and striving to embrace these qualities. King David tries to be a ruler who leads a royal life by trying to bring God's kingdom to earth with God's help and guidance, of course. But how does King David do this exactly? How does King David try and bring God's kingdom to earth specifically? Well, King David begins with himself first. Every day, he actively works on bringing his own character and conduct into conformity with the way and will of God each time he seeks God out, out and listens to God. Every day, King David lives a royal life by engaging in a dance that starts with himself first and then ends up making a difference in the lives of his friends and his family and his subjects second. Every day, he focuses on caring for himself first in his own household, and then his kingdom second. Every day he starts with just himself and then expands outward to others. King David did this so he could be the best king that he could be to all of his subjects. He kept trying to model God's behavior for others and bring God's kingdom to earth by practicing and learning and growing over and over with God's help. And God kept helping King David over and over because God loves and cares for King David so much. God loves and cares for King David so much that God equipped and transformed him and can, continues to guide and support King David every day. Each day, God helped King David live a royal life, one action at a time. God did all of this for King David, and God, God does all of this for each and every one of us, because God loves and cares for each and every one of us just as much as he loves and cares for King David. In fact, God made each of us, including King David, in God's image. Each of us is made in the image of God. And part of being made in the image of God means being royal. So God is royal, and so are we, because each of us is made in God's image. And so we do royal things because God does royal things first and continues to model and help us carry out these royal things. This is what King David models for each of us in this royal psalm. And this is what being a faithful disciple who lives a royal life looks like and means today. The good news is that being a faithful disciple who lives a royal and blameless life looks different for each of us because we are each different, and that is okay. We will each live out this royal psalm in different ways because each of our lives are different. So let's continue to live royal lives today and every day. Let's continue to be faithful disciples who strive to lead righteous and blameless lives every day. Every day, let's begin by starting in a dance with ourselves and then continuing this dance that ends up making a difference in the lives of others. 
Let's continue to follow the way of living royal, righteous, and blameless lives with God's help and guidance. Let's continue to grow and learn both from God and from each other. And let's continue to surround ourselves with supportive, good-intentioned, and well-meaning people and save as many starfish as we can. Amen. Go out into God's world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all persons. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And as you go, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the power of the Spirit bless you and keep you this day and always, always. Amen. <laughs>